You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Cut the power. How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. I watched it too with trackers. It's an eight-foot creature of some kind with acid for blood, and it arrived on your spaceship. It kills on sight and is generally unpleasant. It's a queen. How did you know that? She'll breed. You'll die. Well, we're back at Alien 3, and I was going to start by saying this is our first character that has two different deaths, but watching it, he hasn't. I think old no. Junior here, he's just the victim of Trim's made yeah, to he, the theatrical version. He dies in editing, doesn't he? He does. Um, it's, it's really weird, because because generally you, you put the film on and you're going to watch one version or the other, depending mm. on your mood. You very, very rarely watch a couple of scenes on one version and then watch the same scenes on the other one. And it was sort of eye-opening that like this very cleverly, but this massive, whole massive section is cut out from when Dylan says, I, "I'm going to put the sprinklers on." Yes, I know. And in so. one, yeah, in one version, <laughs> he he pulls the switch and the sprinklers come on. Like, Yay! And then you watch the extended cut and he pulls the switch and the sprinklers fail. And then you've got this whole sequence which includes Junior's death. Hmm. And it's like it's like I can see cleverly they cut it out, but it's just weird, isn't it? It's such a, a strange two versions of the film I do you think this is a pacing issue this is to just trim the, uh, I think the film so, down yeah, to yeah. Um, you know a length that the studio wanted so yeah. I mean it, it is a shame because it, like I mean there's not even in the extended version there's not much character development for any of these people but at least there's some of it and you get extra lines with some of them. And by cutting all that out, that it, it just adds to the fact that these people are just faceless cannon fodder. Yep. They're not characters. I mean, calling them characters on the theatrical cut is pushing it. Uh, they're there to be killed. And sometimes they're not to be killed because they just disappear because their deaths are cut out. Well, um, theatrical, yeah. yes, that yeah. totally applies to Junior. But yeah, um, I, I think there probably was an element of, um, let's just trim it down. We'll get yeah. more showings in the theatre, sort of thing. I, I guess. I guess yeah. if you're looking at, you know, the assembly cut or whatever we're going to call it today, and you are viewing it with a view to trimming bits, you could go right. Yeah, we don't need to see this guy, you know, doing this. We we, we can lose this chunk here. Yeah. I, I can see why yeah, they yeah, cut yeah. it out. It's a sensible bit to cut out because it's a self-contained plot, and even in the extended version, it's a plot that goes absolutely nowhere. Because at the end of the plot, they're right back to where they were yes. before the plot. It makes perfect sense to cut it out. What's really weird, though, and I think this is... I'm trying to think if there's any other places in the film where this happens. Um, because it's such a, a lovely film to look at and the shot composition is really good, this whole sequence, not not just in the extended cut, but even in the theatrical cut, this whole sequence, I don't know if it's a consequence of the, the editing, is really weirdly put together in that some shots are the wrong ratio 
Yep. Some shots are quite obviously digitally zoomed in to crop something from the frame or to refocus your attention. It looks shockingly bad. Um, and I watched the um, the director's cut, uh, the assembly cut first, and I thought, oh, it, okay, it's because they haven't finished shots. And, and then you watch the cuts, and all the bad shots are in the theatrical mm. one. Yeah. It's, it's so strange, given that the rest of the film does, you know, for all its problems, looks good. Um, it's just it's it's astounding. I'd love to know. I'd love to have been there on the the day they did it. But I imagine because the, the film was taken off of Fincher, wasn't it, and then re-edited. Yes. So I imagine this is this is someone like you or me sat in a in an office without <laughs> without really caring, going, oh, I cut chopping this here. Oh, okay, I, I can still see that character. Let's zoom in. But it just looks bad for a major motion picture. I wouldn't like to have been sat next to old Holt, the actor we're talking about no. today, when he watches watches this for the first time, waiting for his one scene, apart yeah. from the one we're, we're, we're well, going, he's mainly known for, and then he's not in it. You yeah, know, well, it's, it's really weird as well, because death. because he also loses the only bit of character arc he gets, and the only slight, I don't think it's a redemption, but the slight showing that his character isn't, yeah. A hundred percent horrible. You imagine him like saying his family's like, "And I play a bad man, but don't worry." I thought, "Come good in the end." And they're watching it, going, "Well, you didn't." He he also loses his only line as well by being excised from that bit. Every character we've discussed so far, there's an audio clip um, that I put in at least one. But with this fella, he's not. (laughs) No, he's he's got one line, and that's only if you watch the assembly cut. Yes. Yeah, in, in the theatrical cut, he's purely visual, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he does some sort of raw thing when he puts yeah. his goggles on, but that's about yeah. it. He does, like, a predator raw. Yes. Uh, all right, let's crack on. Let's look at yeah. Junior. Did you see what Junior. his real name is? Yeah. Uh, Ted. Ted Gillis yeah. is his uh, real name. Which is... He's um, an Edward. Yeah. He's an Edward. Which is weird. And I was thinking, Ted's not a very threatening enemy. So, Ted Bundy? Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where that comes from. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, that. actually, yeah, could yeah. be. Yeah, and he's on Fury uh, for aggravated sexual assault, assault with a deadly weapon, rape and murder. And he's sentenced to life. What a lovely man. Um, I also love the fact that you go on um, on, uh, Alien Wiki and it says uh, nationality British. You wouldn't know that from the film, would you? (laughs) Yeah, because he doesn't speak. Oh, is he? I didn't even know the Well, is it a British roar? Can you roar with an accent? That's a good question. question, Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. All right, so I thought we'll just go through it as if we're yep. watching th- the theatrical and we'll just point out where uh, yes. there's a divergence. So um, the first time we see him is when Ripley enters the mess hall. And his first shot is a shot is a very nice big close-up showing oh, he, off this he, uh, yeah, tattoo. He gets some nice, yeah, he gets some nice close-up. I imagine because he is quite distinctive with that teardrop tattoo. Yes, um, yeah. He, he's Because, he's, again, we've said before that... the. This film does suffer from the bald British guy syndrome mm. in that everyone's a bald British guy. So yeah, he is noticeable, which is I presume why they gave him that teardrop. He's a good-looking yeah. fella as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I'm, Compared I was trying to, to think, old Clive and well, Pete yeah. and all the others. <laughs> well, I was trying to think: is it have I seen him in anything else? And I think I I wouldn't really know without looking at his IMDb I've, because he's. I think he's you in have, it so little. and oh, I right. think okay. I think there's one that you and I have seen him in and um, 
would never have guessed him if he is who yeah. I think he oh, is. Right. Oh, cool. Uh, but wait for the genre tell. Because with his goggles on, he looks like a uh, the Wish version of Riddick. Yes, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, you send off Vin Diesel, you get this fella back. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so there he is. He's in the mess yep. hall, um, and Ripley sits down right next to him. Right next to him. Uh, yeah. She chooses to sit right next to him, um, and I love that moment there when she sits down and um, you know Dylan says you know I'm a murderer and a rapist of women women I love the way that Ripley comes back with uh, oh really then I must make you nervous you know Um, but I guess he is too yeah Yeah. because if you look at him and not at Sigourney he's like looking at the table looking very yeah he doesn't he's he's used to women being the victim face you know what I mean faceless and personality and, and Ripley is straight in yeah you know um, yeah it must make him nervous yeah you say straight in the next time we see him is when he and others intercept Ripley who's been yes. out to the rubbish tip and she's bringing the remains yeah she's of she's gone to find Bishop I always yeah. find that rather unsettling it's such a good um, sort of uh, rubber version of Bishop I always find that scene a bit sort of unsettling but then yeah just as you think the scene's over yeah, yeah she 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 gets intercepted by this group and then sort of turns around to go the other way and there's uh, there's our guy there's Junior leering now, with his goggles on now, on his head you know we know that you know this isn't a a, a nice place to be this no. planet and I guess a scene like this is necessary we need a scene to show that Ripley's in danger right because apart from this scene she you, you never ever get any sort of feeling that she's in danger from the no. inmates they don't spit at her they don't do well, anything it, well this is the i mean it, it, it it's the problem with the schizophrenic script and it? it's like okay we we're lumbered now with them being set in a prison and these are bad guys so we've got to put something in to show that because exactly. none of the rest of the thing ev- everyone else seems okay a bit you know your, your typical typical bumbling sort of British uh, second-tier character. There you go. You've just said what I was about to say. The the problem is you don't feel that she's in any menace because you've got bad lines delivered badly by a load of bald British blokes. Um, Yeah, the the whole prison aspect of this could have been cut out. It it doesn't need to be. No, No. a couple of lines would have had to be changed. The fact that they're all, uh, you know, as Dylan says, bad men, Adds nothing to the script. No, no. Nothing to it. And I was thinking about this, and I was thinking of a comparable, you know, place in a film. And I, I, I and I, I was thinking of Midnight Express. Yeah. Which has that's just a, got. That's a film you watch to cheer yourself up. Yeah, it, because it is. It is just so. Yes, yeah, horrible. Yeah. It, horrible. That's the right word. It's just so horrible. You, you, you. It, it's palpable. You know yep. the menace and the seediness and and the just the grimness, and the threat of that place and the people that are there. You know, and you get absolutely none of it in Alien Three. So yeah. I understand you've got to have a scene to show that she's in danger, but this but it doesn't it doesn't go far enough there's there's no reason for them to be bad men the, the only i mean i was thinking yesterday what why did they other than the fact that it was like they it was about 83 scripts hammered together what what's the hope here is it is the thinking okay these are bad men so when they die it's not going to be too harrowing for the audience but that's that's mad thinking they do they do this in um in slash films all the time 
where they'll make the characters that are dying obnoxious. Mm. And the thinking behind it is that way the audience, the the you know, the the popcorn guzzling Egypt's in the cinema won't get too upset when they don't but you want them to be upset. You want every death yeah. to hit, surely. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't want your audience going, eh hey unless it's unless that's part of the story that they're a bad guy gets their comeuppance. But this isn't. Like you say, uh, uh, you you get this this um, assault scene, but there's nothing else. There, there's no other scene where Ripley appears to be no. uh, anything other than total control. Yeah. The the objectionable part of of this moment is who the bloody hell's choice was it to put this crappy rock music? Yeah. Over the top of it because. That is just hideous. That's what you have in a car chase. Yeah. That sort of music. Why are you putting this over an attempted rape scene? Yeah. It's almost as if they're saying, "Oh, look, it's, it's a bit of action, a bit of adventure," and it's not, it shouldn't be. It should See, be. That's worrying. And, yeah, yeah. That's that worrying. is worrying. I, and I don't know if it's you know David Fincher. He was young and he was out to prove could things. Be, and yeah. it it could be the same attitude of haha. Everybody like Hicks and you. I've killed them off. Yes, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, you, you know, I'm going to shock the audience. Yeah, it's like yeah. old old chummy who did the second, you know, uh, Star Wars sequel. I'm, I'm going to mess with yeah. people's expectations. I'm going to subvert expectations. Yeah, maybe it's a part of that, but oh man, no, don't. That's that's no. that's just crass. I, I think they would have been much better off going with the uh, these monks because you could have had some really nice stuff about you know, are there any weapons? No, no we're peaceful. We need to fight back. Well, the, these are a bunch of vicars. You know what I mean? It, it would have been, it would have been so much better. Because again, none of the fact that these people are killers is woven into it. Exactly. If you could killers, have, yeah. That, that, that they should be up and ready to use yeah. whatever tools they've yeah. got around them to fight the alien. But but shortly afterwards, they're looking to Ripley because they haven't yeah. got a bloody clue what to do. Yeah. You're killers. Each yeah, you're one meant of to be you killers. is a killer. You know, bad men, and you've lived on your wits. This should be the dirty dozen. Stupid, yeah, this yeah, should be the dirty dozen it. against the yeah. alien. That would see that would have been a great idea, wouldn't it? Dirty dozen against you know the aliens on this planet. The government don't want to risk any nice people, so they send the worst of the worst in. Mm. You know, a bit like um, I mean, they didn't do it particularly well, but in Predators, where you've yeah. got all you know, and at least they've got each person's got their own sort of. Um, Character skill. sheet and skill, and yeah. this is the sword fighting one. This is the. Go- I mean, I want to see the pugilist one <laughs> getting boxing match with the predator. <laughs> Perhaps we have to wait for the new film for that. Um, but none of these people really, like I say, it makes no odds other than this one scene that they're criminals. Mm. Even Dylan is all talk, isn't it? It's like he says a couple of scenes where I'm a bad man. I'm a, does nothing. It, it it brings nothing to the plot. Well, he's just about a brain. Yeah. Junior, isn't yes. he? Because I do. You know. I love this. That that I don't love the rape scene. Obviously, it's a, it, it's a it's a miss call. I think, um, but I love the fact that in the next scene he's got bandages all round his head. <laughs> well, <laughs> too bloody right because you know he he puts his goggles on. Yep. He does. This Why is he raw. putting his goggles on? Uh, I don't. Edgy. Trying to be edgy. Is it edgy? Uh, Again, why are people wearing welding goggles? In a darkened building. Oh, I you don't, don't know. look cool. No, <laughs> only so, Riddick, but he had a reason. 
Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, he, he's cock blocked by by Dylan yes. coming in and and knocking him off that ledge, and and yeah, he brains him. He's got a, like yeah, an iron bar pipe, or something. Yeah. yeah, in a minute we're going to see him with a big bandage round his head. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I'm not surprised. When Dylan stands up and says to her, "You better get out of here. I've got to re-educate some yeah. of the brothers." There's a gobbit of meat hanging off that. Yeah, he's thing. he's killed someone, hasn't he? Yeah, but that's Junior. But none of them that's do. Junior. He's yeah. beaten up. Yeah. But what what where, what part of Junior's body has he just ripped off? I don't know. Well, he's only got bandages around his head, so I'm presuming he's got a big chunk of his scalp missing. Do you think that's a testicle? Oh. It might be. be. Yeah. He might have gelded him as punishment, yeah. and that's why he doesn't go after Ripley again. But he doesn't sort of like limp at all or anything no. afterwards. No, you mm. think he would at least be walking gingerly. Mm. The good thing about Junior having that bandage on his head is you he is see now it. easy yeah. to spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like a little white beacon. Yeah, it's like Murphy with his little hat on. Yeah. Now, now we've got him. And yeah, I, I, I watched the theatrical cut first. Got yeah. to the end. Went back to the start on the assembly cut and there are a couple of more shots um, just before Andrews yes. does his last speech you can spot him a couple more times so he is in a, a little bit more with his bandage yep. on his head um, so uh, we got to fast forward to where they're going to trap the alien um, yes. and he's there with the others um, preparing things um, and just dies in the ensuing Fireball with nine others, as you say. Um, uh, Dylan pulls the lever. The sprinkler comes on. You know, it's all been a disaster. Ten people have died, and you yeah, never it, see Junior again. No, and it's one of those things where, e- even though in the extended cut you've got this plot and it doesn't really go anywhere, this goes even less, and it? it's like they make it's such a big build-up that this plan. And oh, it's over. It didn't work. Mm. It's such an anticlimactic. In fact, that, this whole film is a series of of missed opportunities and anticlimactic stuff. Mm. And this this is one of the biggest ones I think. I remember sitting in because I'd I'd read the uh, novelization beforehand on this one, and I knew this sequence was coming. I thought, oh, they're going to trap the alien. This would be good. Oh, <laughs> it's mm. not in there at all. No, yeah, no. So and they all, it's like an afterthought as well, isn't it? It's like, oh yeah, they all died. Yeah. I mean, so nine people that we had no idea who they were have died and we never miss them again because we had no idea who they were but also it's the way so it's weird. yeah but the way it's filmed and everything you can't see i mean you see some people on fire you can't yeah. see which one that is no no i mean even in cuz again that with all these zoom ins and weird things i don't think they filmed enough of this i don't think there was enough coverage i don't some of it obviously didn't work out some of it like the where the guy drops the flare and then it switches to they obviously want it slow motion and it switches to absolutely grainy as hell weird non-anamorphic shot that they've stretched out yeah it's so i know they've done it because to film slow motion you need a lot of light so you know it looks different and it always ends up looking dark even though conversely you need a lot of light but this whole sequence is yeah you don't know who's running about you don't know what's happening to whom you just see people I mean at one point there's a shot of a guy of an explosion and a guy flying through the air and then it cuts without cutting to another shot it cuts to the same guy flying through the air again and it's like is that meant to be a different guy you can see it's obviously the same guy mm. it's the same shot from a different angle but it's oh, it's so amateurishly put together 
Yeah. But in the assembly cut, yes. we get more, don't we? We do. Yes. We yes. get. We get. It's not per. It's not perfect by a long shot, but at least it sort of makes a bit more sense. Yes. Yeah, and it like I say the 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 cutoff point is. Uh, Dylan's gone to switch the sprinklers. He goes, right, let's get the sprinkler. I mean, that's not how sprinklers work, you know. <laughs> if you've got to turn sprinklers on, that's not that's a good not a system. good sprinkler no. system. No. So he goes to turn it off, and in the assembly cut, he pulls the thing, and a whole knob comes off in his hand, mm. and all sparks come out of it. I don't quite know why a sprinkler system has got electric like that running through it. I don't know. Um, and it's like, oh, it didn't work. And then we get an extended bit, and it's. It's a lot of the same shots, but at least there's new stuff in it, isn't it? And there's quite a bit of new stuff with um, uh, our st- stunning villain. Yeah, and the charmer that is Junior. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I can't tell, but I think that he helps Ripley put the fire out on one of the guys. Yeah, so... Because and- so, so, I, I had to watch it a couple of times thinking, what? okay, what's going on here? And so what, it, what to me, it certainly looks like is... Um, what, one of the guys who we don't really know who he is is put on fire and Ripley risks her life to save him put him out he's looking and watching then he runs over to help and then you get this really nice shot where Ripley looks up and sees that it's it's Junior and mm. the other guy that was going that's to rape it. her the one that was going the shh, one the one that was yeah, yeah exactly I, that, that's what I, I was yeah. about to say I think it's him that, that's yes, the guy it's, I think yeah. it's him yeah. and then Junior looks at her and looks at him and looks and to be fair it's, it's a good bit of acting on his part because you can see that he is absolutely bemused that Ripley would be trying to save them mm. and I think this is meant to sort of uh, go into why he then does what he does in a couple of seconds yeah but yeah, so they, they put the other guy out. I don't know who he is. I don't know what his name is. I think he is going to be in one of our you know group yeah. episodes yeah. where we do two or three yeah. at once. Um, but yeah, he does give her that look. Yeah. Uh, almost an apologetic look, doesn't he? Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, he, he, it's, I mean, it's really clumsy, but it's almost like the old... No one's ever shown him what kindness looks like he's now a transformed man but it's t- yeah it's just it's very clumsily done but at least they've tried something with it yes well that shrine yeah. characterization yeah. and yes. as you yeah. said there's there's precious little in this film yeah. um and he he's called by name dylan yeah. comes along and says junior turn the sprinklers on so he's yeah. given the job of turning the sprinklers on so and so therefore junior has a solo moment we see him yes, get up yeah. we see him run in to go and do the sprinklers but then's warned to watch out behind him yes yeah, cuz he's separated from the others yes yeah he's um, ahead of them yeah. um told to watch out behind you the alien appears in a shocking oh, God, piece does it of appear, com- yeah. compositing well it's rubbish because i mean it's it, when you first watch it, you go, oh, it's terrible CGI, but it's not. It's the puppet. But the trouble is, the scale of it means it's about the size of a chicken. Yes. Yeah. The it's, scale it's, is, yeah. is all over the place with this alien yeah. in this film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. It just looks dire. <laughs> it looks <laughs> terrible, yeah. And I, I understand because a lot of this wasn't finished, was it? It's not like they had a completely finished film and they sat there and they just cut this section out. Some of it wasn't filmed, some of it wasn't finished some of the effects work went and i i charitably will go okay it's not a finished effects shot the uh the the non-charitable part of me thinks yes it is because we've got just as rubbish other ones elsewhere elsewhere yeah yeah yeah. 
And yeah, that's when he decided. That's his moment of rede- redemption, isn't it? Yeah. He decides he's going to deliberately lure the alien away from Ripley yeah. and the others with his one and only line: "Come and get me, fucker." Yes, which is uh, you know it's almost Shakespearean. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he runs. I mean, it's very confusing. I mean, to be fair, this whole sequence is confusing, but it's very confusing because he runs and you think, oh, he's leading it off, but then he presumably has led it into the the foundry bit where yes. they were trying to trap it um, and the alien follows him in and Ripley runs across and ch- shuts the door mm. and then you hear him or you hear someone <laughs> dying inside presumably because the alien's kicking, I think it's, you know, kicking I, the crap out of him yeah I think it's him and it's long and it's extended yes. this, this screaming there's also like sounds of flesh or clothing yeah. being ripped Tearing, and I think yeah, yeah he's getting a, a, a horrible yeah. prolonged uh, he, he's getting death done off to screens. him presumably what he was going to do exactly to this yeah. is his punishment yes yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, the would be rapist is going to suffer the yeah. longest out of all of them um, and that's when we get the cut that's when yeah. we then go back to the theatrical yes. sprinklers come on that bucket buckles with the heat yeah. and uh, we're underway again aren't we that's it, yeah, and we're back in sequence with the theatrical cut then. Yes, so that's the divergence. Yeah. And that's the end of Junior. That's him, yeah, gone. Yes. Now, smeared against the walls. Smeared against the wall. Um, you've been saying he's British. He's not British. Oh, he's right. one of the few non-Brits, um, because old Holt McAlany McCann- uh, was born in New York. All right. In 1963, sorry. <coughs> um, he comes from a theatrical family. His dad, Michael, was a Tony Award-winning Broadway producer. And his mother was a legendary cabaret singer called Julie Wilson. Okay. Not that and, legendary. It's not my head. No. <laughs> Mind you, how many cabarets have you been to in your That's life? That's true, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, at 14, he ran away from home, um, got on a Greyhound bus, went off to Hollywood... Um, because he wanted to become an actor, but his parents ma- parents managed to track him down, and as punishment... They said, it's not a good life, all your parts will be cut. <laughs> ah, don't buy that. Well, as punishment, they sent him to uh, finishing school, boarding oh. school in Ireland. Oh, God. He, he was packed off to Ireland. That is a bit of a, a punishment, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, at 18, he travelled to France, uh, where he studied French at the Sorbonne, he studied art at the uh, the Paris American Academy and later theatre at L'Ecole Marcel Marceau and L'Ecole Jacques Lecoq. Okay. And uh, went on to study Shakespeare at Oxford and then later worked extensively in theatre mm-hmm. in so the USA and abroad. He's quite an uh, educated man. Educated and a bit of a thesp. Yeah. But... Uh, why is he he's in this in this role? I feel my character would wear welding goggles. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what that was, yeah. yeah. And uh genre tally, very meagre. Three. Alright. Uh, three. Uh number one was Creep Show Two. Okay. Alright. What part then, did you play? Uh I, I did not write that down. Alien three. And then the thing I think you and I well, we have seen him, and I think I know who he is, but I would never have guessed it. Uh, in Justice League, right, right, he played Burglar, and I think he's the guy that's on the rooftop at the beginning that Batman captures. Oh, uh, hang on. Oh, my God. So, because the, the guy at the beginning is the guy from Mindhunter. 
Is, is this it? the actor from Mindhunter? Oh my god! It, it, yes, looking at his face now. Oh, I'm so, an idiot. Yeah. So, so yeah, I know him very well from Mindhunter. Great series. If anyone's not seen it. Um, wow. Wow. He was also in someone else. Yeah. Do you, have you seen Mindhunter? No. No. All oh, right. Yeah. He he's quite a he's quite a, a well-known face now. If you look at him from Mindhunter, if you search his name Mindhunter. Um, and look at the picture. You'll recognize. I think you'll recognize him. He's been in quite a bit of, not like say non, um, non sci-fi stuff. But okay. I think if he had, in Justice League, if he had had yeah. goggles on, yeah, uh, then maybe I might have yeah. uh, recognized but, him. But weirdly, in in Justice League, he's the other way round. In the director's cut, his scene's been cut completely. Right. Because he's not in the uh, the Snyder cut. He's he looks a, like yeah. he, nowadays. He looks a bit like old chummy who plays Hawkeye in yes, um, yeah. in uh, in the Avengers. Do you things. know what? I never I never associated that with him being that actor. Oh god, I'm an idiot. But now I can see it. I can see his chin. Yeah, he's Freddy, aged well. He's isn't a he? really good actor. Yeah, is he? Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's all the stuff I've seen him in. He's really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do would Junior fit in Alien? Um. I think he probably would. I don't where, know where would yeah. he be in Alien. He would be lower decks. I think. <laughs> yeah. So many people always say that. Oh yeah, you know with Parker and Brett. Yeah, I could see him loading the Nostromo. I can see him on the loading docks. I've thought of a job for him. Yeah, go in on. Alien. He's the guy that supplies Parker with his nudie mags. Could oh yes yeah I can see yeah. him as a yeah running running a an illicit store. There you go yeah. Uh, he d- he hasn't got a stupid death, has he? No, no. It's quite. I mean, in one film, he he's, hasn't he's got, got a death. Yeah, I was going to say he's got a nondescript, <laughs> non-existent death in one version, and a an actual, yeah, a nice bit of characterization in the second one. Mm. I mean, the only the only thing is he's killed by a terrible effect in the in the uh, assembly cut, isn't he? Yeah, but that's not Junior's. <laughs> no, that's not his fault. Mm. All right, out of ten, what do you give Junior from what we see of him? Um. It's weird this because if we're just looking at Alien Three, he's one of the few memorable convicts. Um, but if compared to everything else, all the other films, he's uh, he's a very minor player. Mm. Um, I'm going to give him a. Ooh, I'm going to give him a five. A five. Yeah. I thought we were going to tie. I gave him a four. All right. Okay. All right. So that's four and a half. Yeah. All right. Uh, he's he's very nicely. memorable, but not yeah. probably for the right reason. Quite nicely, he's in a escape pod all by himself. I think he should be. I think he be should fair. be. Oh, God forbid any female ends oh. up in that escape pod. Oh. Well, it won't, it won't be from the, uh, Alien Three, will it? Because there's no other female. No, that's it? true. And I can't see Ripley getting a no. four and a half by the time we get round to Alien Three. Ripley. No, the nearest to him. Um, in Escape Pod 4 is Elgin and Crow yeah. and in Escape Pod 5 we've got Spunkmire and Boggs alright so right. but he's completely by himself and with that we're done alright a short episode today but when you've got a guy who's yeah. only got one line and only well half a death basically <laughs> so. to, be, to be fair we've, we've spent much longer talking about him than uh, he appears in the film in both versions as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
All right, uh, so, all right, that's it for today. So just got to announce who we're going to do next time. You don't know, do you? No, I, I, I have no idea my name Nope. So, yep. Obviously, Alien Resurrection is next, and we're next going to talk about Alien Resurrection's uh, equivalent of Travis Bickle. All right. Uh, so, taxi hunter, uh, taxi driver. Mm hmm. You talking to me? Um. In Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Come on, Ian. I, do, I don't know who would be Travis, Travis. Bickle. You are talking to me? You are talking to me? At the yeah. end of the scene, you are talking to me. What has he got shoved up his sleeve? Oh, is it? Um, I can't think of the guy's name. It was the guy from um, CSI. That's the fella. It's Christy. Christy, that's it. Yes. Elgin's man. Elgin's yep. gunman. You know. Yes. So yeah, I thought it's time we talked about another space pirate. So it's Christy next yeah. time, all right? Oh, he's a, yeah. I don't mind him. He's he's quite an okay character. I think. He seems to have wandered in from a completely different. Yes. Film. Yeah. He's in. <laughs> he's, he's yeah. He's just appeared from a completely different type of film. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. That's good. Well, I think we'll have a bit more to talk about on him. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right. Okay, folks. All right. Nice well, one. see you next time. Yeah, we'll promise. How, how long's this one been? This is just over thirty minutes. I think. I think we're going to be longer next time. All right. I think so. Yes. Okay. I think so. All right. Thanks, Ian. Nice one. Thanks, Ian. Bye bye. Bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>